tired of garbage body and hair products that cost a fortune and don't really work? I definitely am. At Mad Russian Apothecary, they use only pure organic ingredients to alchemically create skincare products that feel good, smell good, and actually work. Oh, definitely. I have used their beard oil. It's called Siberian Woods uh, Beard Oil. Uh, it's definitely helped me tame my crazy wild beard in the morning. Uh, you know, waking up and doing my daily routine. Definitely, you know, put a little bit of the Siberian Woods uh, beard oil in my beard to help it smell delicious. And if you're if you're a bald jerk like me and have been since you've been in your early 20s, uh, go for the old head skin balm. Uh, you know, gets rid of uh, soothes razor burn, all that stuff. Moisturizes. You know, make gives your gives that bald dome a nice gleaming sheen. John, I was gonna say how awesome your heads looked. <laughs> it's so shiny. It's definitely from the head balm. It's got a nice gleam to it. Oh. <laughs> Look it up. Eric, what about you? What do you even use? I don't know about you guys, but when I use Jeffy Red Hand Soothing Balm on my cracked, bleeding, dried out knuckles in the wintertime, there's nothing better to shove in and rub in to those suffering cracks in my knuckles than <laughs> Jeffy Red Hand Soothing <laughs> Balm. <laughs> Fantastic. Instant relief. They have been bleeding all over the place a lot less, I've noticed. Yeah, there's like marks all over the door. If anyone knows me, you know I'm wrapping gauze in the knuckles. You're like, hey, who are you fighting today? And that prize fight. Like nothing. Oh, my hands are just cracked and dry. <laughs> so Jeffy Red fuck. Hands definitely helps Eric's Yes. Hands. Without a doubt, cures it like a wizard spell. <laughs> Jeff, you're a tattoo guy. What uh, what would you recommend for someone who's getting a lot of tattoos? Oh, oh definitely. Uh, they, this is a brand new product of theirs. It's called Tattoo Tassar. Uh, it's a all-in-one tattoo uh, application. It's a lubricant and aftercare. So I love to use it as I'm tattooing and uh, you know giving a sample out to my customers to help heal the tattoo as well. Um, the owner of uh, Mad Russian Apothecary has healed a tattoo in three days with this stuff. It's like magic. Wow. You so, know what else is magic? What? Uh, their promo code, Horror, H-O-R-R-O-R, on their Etsy page. Uh, visit them and get 20% off your order. What is their Etsy page, John? That would be etsy.com slash Mad Russian Apothecary. And also, you can visit their Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash Mad Russian Apothecary. Yes. I definitely love that all of their products are all natural ingredients. Yes, that's uh, super important to me as well. I'm a big fan of all natural products. And for a full list of ingredients, just check out the two websites that we mentioned below. And don't forget to use your promo code and get uh, 20% off. And that's Horror, H-O-R-R-O-R. Don't settle for poorly made products that don't do the job. Mad Russian Apothecary is the pure, simple, alchemical remedy your skin and beard definitely need. Hello and welcome to Horror Hands episode 7, I believe. Yeah, I think this that's is right. uh, 
Ciara Donati, and I am joined by my co-hosts. Jeff O'Brien. John. And Eric. And Apparently the John and Eric don't have last names. Um, we did. What happened to They were lost names? in time. It's a long story. You don't even want to know. <laughs> we are also joined by Daffy Doo and Hamboy. The, yes, if you uh, hear cats in the background being jerks. Resident cats of this podcast. <laughs> Rowdy jerks. They are going nuts right now, so we apologize in advance. If you hear any breaking or screeching. Um, and this week we are here to review four movies. And um, what do we got what, this what week? What would like CR? to start with, guys? We watched the platform. Man's best friend. Man's <laughs> best friend. Mandy and. Fallen last week, so I think that's a good fucking good start. Good order to start with. What uh, what do we want to start with? Want to get man's best friend out of the way? <laughs> let's let's do it's it. So good. Did you guys like that movie at all? At all? It's... So this was Eric's pick. Man's Ugh. best friend came out in 1993. Eric and I watched this like together, and we were both like, I think we're both of the opinion that, like, even just like us watching this like a couple of jerks on a Friday night at like midnight. Yeah. Like, it still, like, wasn't... Yeah. It was midnight. It wasn't, yeah. like, as good as it should have been for something. It's it, it wasn't that good, bad that it should have been. It's, like, it's it's too, like, corny and, like, not... I it's don't know. A, it's, a, it's just, like, a terrible sitcom, like, Sunday night when you're yeah. a kid. If you were eight years old, it'd be, like, mind-blowing. Yeah, like, I think, like, because it, like, it was in 93. Like, we would have been about, like, 13 years old when this came out. Like, I think yeah. this is one of those movies, like... I remember seeing trailers for it when I was a kid all the fucking time. And it's like, I think it's one of those things we probably should have watched as a kid, though, yeah? The trailer sold me big time. <laughs> big time. After seeing the trailer, I was like, oh, my, this is going to be pretty, pretty good. But uh, <laughs> not even close. For our listeners at home, what is Man's Best Friend about, Eric? <sighs> uh, a dog made in a lab combined <laughs> by all these other animals like woven in it's like a high crazy superpower like, like what Eric? Yeah, what, yeah. like what like leopards uh chameleon what's with the uh yeah and the animal that has acid piss whatever oh, yeah. animal that is <laughs> yes. what's with the acid oh, piss you don't know that animal it's daffy do oh daffy do you haven't right. smelled her piss yeah that's true <laughs> that was yeah. the best part when like the dog yeah. pisses on the guy's face and it's like acidic and starts melting yep. eric and i are like what animal fucking does that or like, lizard well, he snake the, the dog pisses on a fire hydrant at one point and it melts the paint off yeah. the fire right hydrant. exactly but then he pisses on the guy's face and it melts nothing happens nothing yeah really happens to it. inconsistency like, maybe i can control it turn it on or off like, <laughs> but i'm gonna tell you guys i saw this movie in the movie theater whoa amazing when i was 13 nice and okay. um 14 yeah uh and i loved it when i saw it oh, of course you did yeah yeah and so it's, watching it the other night it it still i hold that nostalgia to it it, of course, it's really stupid and shitty, but I I still love it. This was movie. it was good bad? Eric scared me because he was like me and Jeff didn't watch it with John and Eric. We were we were away in Alaska, and Eric just kept saying, "This movie is so bad, you're gonna want to blow your brains out." And I'm sitting here thinking, "Oh no, it's gonna be worse than Midnight Ride. It's gonna be worse than Cemetery Man." And I turned it on, and I. Thoroughly enjoyed this movie. It was good, bad. It's like it's pure I was 90s laughing. garbage. It's 90s garbage. Yeah, it's yeah. 90s. It's very I liked much 90s it a lot. garbage. It stars, I think you guys are too harsh. It stars Ali Sheedy. 
uh, from the Breakfast Club and Mr. Lance Hendrickson. Oh yes, of course. I think it was well, it was a horror a comedy, and they're yeah. always goofy. Yeah, you're not wrong. And like I said, like if I'd if I had seen this when I was thirteen, probably would have been the fucking Pretty good. Yeah, I would have loved it. Of course. Well, I'm watching it at 22, and I love it. Well, you're so. closer to 13 than I am now. So, you know? <laughs> it's because I remember seeing the cover of it, and then watching the trailer, right. and then it's got Bishop in it from Aliens, and yep. I was just like, oh, I'm sold on this one. <laughs> and then, uh, Jesus. I, I am actually starting a job at a biotechnical technological company soon so this was kind of funny to watch and so you're uh, gonna maybe you're gonna be responsible for recreating a max or something yeah i'm yes. thinking about it it's max funny to two. see all the stereotypical <laughs> ideas i guess about biotechnology companies uh brought to life on the tv screen could um, this happen true <laughs> none none of this could happen could you make a dog like in, with other species like injected into it no is this even <laughs> that's viable just scientifically fact? not possible you can't splice okay. all those jeans. Right. Yeah, it just wouldn't work. But that's a, that's a drag. Um, the idea is very cool. I thought the idea was awesome because when Jeff and I turned the movie on, we're watching the biotech company and how they have all of these animals in cages. And I'm saying to Jeff, I'm like, <laughs> what would they be doing on a bear? Because we don't need well, med- they took the bear's medical DNA into I'm the I'm getting dog. there. Yeah. I'm getting there. I'm like, what would scientists need I, I don't think a bear would ever be used in a laboratory ever <laughs> because medic medically there's no reason to i get rats rats have the same genetics as humans monkeys sometimes but bears i'm like absolutely not this movie is just not making any sense but then well like jeff says <laughs> it shows me that okay they're throwing the genes of all of these animals into the dog yeah, and i thought that was very cute <laughs> That's something a kid would come up with. It's like the image comics of fucking horror movies. It's just like a 90s mishmash of ideas and trash. It's kind of fucking... Nonsense. (laughs) It really is. It's it's just nonsense. Uh, But I was hoping high-level nonsense. I hated the boyfriend. I wanted Max to kill him. (laughs) I was like rooting for Max the whole movie. Especially when he pees on his face. Uh, He was kind of right, though. He was like, this dog is like, this, this isn't right. I mean, yeah, but, it, no, but in the beginning, he just hated the dog for no reason other than to just hate a big dog. I think he was jealous. He was. He was jealous <laughs> of a dog. My, my favorite part in the laboratory was the monkey with the uh, exposed <laughs> brain. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what would they be doing with that monkey with the exposed brain? Uh, how's he alive? <laughs> oh, it was in, in, a, um, in a jar. In just, a jar yeah. of water. Just like Silent Night, Deadly, Deadly Night Part 3. That's a Mr. cool Bill Mosley. Remember that one, Eric? God awful. Mr. Mosley? Bill Mosley in Silent Night, Deadly Night 3. That is the, the worst movie I've ever oh, watched I, I to date. I, I've never seen it. Yeah, we watch it. Together. We watch it oh, together. Oh yeah. Jesus! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's for a different well, podcast. Back to now. school. Alzheimer's kicking in. Yep. Early. Um. So, what did we think of this movie collectively? <laughs> Eric, you chose it. Why'd you choose it? Uh, because like I said, uh, the trailer. Just remembering the cover of it. Always like uh, like putting it on the back burner for years and years and years, and then you see it again. You go, okay, now is the time. No, that man's best friend is one of those movies like you see that and you're just like yeah. I never yeah you're like you know you should have seen it when you were a kid but yeah. you just never did yeah. it's a back burner movie yeah. and, then, and what what did you think when you finally saw it I was just gravely disappointed <laughs> what were you expecting when you saw it like a Cujo I was expecting like 
the dog doing like crazy, you know, superhuman things like ripping people's limbs off and like, you know, I mean, just but I mean, camouflaging stuff. is Acid superhuman. Piss, not too bad. Yeah. yeah but, Acid but, piss. And then half the time I'm like, where's the, the crazy dog? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, where's the dog? He was at, sedated. You know? <laughs> no, but it's like, ah, I just wanted more blood and guts, to be honest. What, do you, what, is, what is your rating for it? I guess a one. A one. Wow. wow. pushing it. That's pushing fucking it. harsh. Wow. John, what did you think? Uh, well, Man's Best Friend is, again, one of those <laughs> things I, I have a, I've always wanted to see for like fucking 20, 20 years now. <laughs> Too long. And it's compounded even more by the fact that the movie uh, I made with some friends called My Name is Jonah. Jonah's dog was a Tibetan Mastiff. Oh, that's right. Which he got specifically because he saw Man's Best Friend. Oh, that's right. That's right. And he bought that dog because of Man's Best <laughs> that's Friend. Right. So. Awesome. Like it for the past like twelve years of my life, I've been haunted by a man's best friend my entire life. So <laughs> it's like, dreams. Yeah, I finally yeah. got to see it, and now, like I don't know, I give it like a two. It's you know, it's you guys are rough. I mean, it's not good, but I, I feel like it's almost impossible to make a good movie about a dog. Like Cujo is ter- Cujo is even worse than this. No, so it's not. Cujo is bad, but like I think that this is more fun than Cujo and better than Cujo, but. I guess you just can't make like a cool movie about a d- killer dog. It's just Cujo not that... and this are two completely different ones. Yeah, Cujo was serious. And, yeah, Cujo was serious, and this sure. was meant to be. But they're both. Goofy. I think they're both equally kind of not good. But I think a two I like rating Cujo. is generous because this movie is pure I've, dog I've shit. Seen, I've seen way worse than this, so I think that's why I'm, I'm giving. I'm literally. going for a two. Yeah. <laughs> pure dog shit. Yeah, yeah. literally. Number two. <laughs> yeah. Um. I, I get. I again because I saw this as a kid, I still have a fondness for it. And um, I still give it a two. I know it's not a good movie, but it's still fun and just stupid. Yeah, that's all that matters. Yeah, that's fair. Right. What did you give it, John? I give it a two. Yeah, I give it a two as well. <laughs> I I I enjoyed it. I was sitting on the couch giggling. Of course, definitely. Too much effort to so. finish it. Basically. <laughs> You're too hard on it, Eric. Oh, my expectations were through the roof. It was a simple, you watch it, watch it was it again, a simple probably... movie to follow, too, which I thought you would like. Yeah, it's pretty straight. It's pretty oh, simple. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying it's out for the vegetable club tomorrow. He's sitting watching Mandy like I have no idea what the fuck is going on. <laughs> well, it's an odd movie. It yeah. is. Of course. Well, that so that, I guess, uh, is the consensus on Man's Best Friend. For now. That is Hamilton <laughs> fucking with the silverware. What movie would we like to review next? You want to do the platform? Sure. So the platform is a Spanish film that came out in 2020, and it was directed by Galder Gaztelu Uratia. Probably butchered that. Nailed so it. takes place in a futuristic prison where inmates are housed in various levels, one through... I think it was like 333. Yeah. And those on the higher cells get a much better chance at eating while the those on lower cells starve because there is this platform, as the movie is named after, that um, kind of ascends through the cells once a day with food on it. For like five minutes at a time or something Not like even yeah. such a small amount of time. Level by level. Yeah. And of course, so each inmate, there's two... Uh, inmates per cell and they're stuck on their level for a month um so the platform comes down once a day with food and people on the higher levels get to eat 
from the platform first. So of course, and on the lower level, it's the most exotic food that you. It's the most like the best food from the best. So chefs, of course, on the lower chef, levels, yeah. uh, no one gets to eat. And if you get a shitty level that month, you basically starve. So a lot of people on the lower levels resort to cannibalism or attacking and eating their cellmates. Um, in this particular movie, we follow a man named Gareng. And he's facing six months in jail. And he actually um, voluntarily joined this, um, uh, signed himself up for this because he wanted to quit smoking. And he thought if he was in jail for six months, it's a great he, idea. You can he'd be able to quit. Yeah, it's um, like some weird dystopian future thing too. Don't you get like some sort of like citizenship, or there's like some incentive to do it where well, they it's, pardon it's you prison. for crimes or something. It's a prison for those who break the law, but it's also if you do the time, yeah. you can get a degree. Yeah, yeah, that's it. It's, like, it's really yeah, weird. Yeah. But um, but so he like a- voluntarily did this, um, not knowing. I think the outside doesn't know how evil. And just sadistic the inside is, where people are literally starving like and a eating each other. Mm. Yes, big time. And um, so when once he you know experiences it, and goes through a couple months, he's like, "This is terrible," and the outside doesn't really know what's going on in here. And um, so, yeah, um, yeah, he faces six months, and a lot of other people are obviously in there facing much longer time not willingly um like his first cellmate was a murderer he was in there for manslaughter he was facing um a couple i think it was a year and his cellmate was like you're getting a degree for this uh i was i was sent here against my will and um obviously as the movie progresses gareng realizes that he needs to do something about this injustice and that the inmates, even though they're uh, inmates, shouldn't be treated the way that they're being treated. And he kind of, eventually he eats his cellmate. But um, <laughs> Delicious. Yeah, it gets to the point where they're Obviously. on a terrible level. And uh, his cellmate attacks him first, but he wins and he eats him. And But eventually we get to the point where he befriends another inmate. He's a big black dude, and I'm blanking on his name right now. And they kind of agree to stop the injustice that's going on within the prison, and try. And they convince well, with they, force. They get a higher. They get a higher they floor. One time, convince people on the floors above and below that if they portion their meals, everyone can eat if they eat just and take just what they need. Right, and if they don't, they're gonna pee on everything. Yes, and also. They want to, by doing this and making sure everyone eats and leaving food left over, if you remember the panna cotta is the message. Right, yeah. So if you leave the most decadent dessert and it goes back up to the chefs up top, they're going to be like, wow, these people actually acted civilized enough for everyone to eat and leave food left over. And they're thinking that's going to send some sort of message to the higher-ups. And a lot of times this movie is compared to like capitalism and society and the ranks and how some people are starving and obviously the rich and the poor but um i thought this was an excellent film uh it's very simple and straightforward um and they could all bring one thing right that's right everyone can bring one thing no matter what it can be a pencil or a dog like we saw or a knife 
Or a copy of Don Quixote. That's right. Or an endless grab-and-go delivery. So what did we think? <laughs> what did we think? I loved it. I thought it was, I was pleasantly surprised. I've never seen anything like it, to be honest. I recommended yeah. this to you over the summer. You did, and that was the best recommendation I've gotten in a long time. Quarantine, yeah. 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 I, I was pleasantly pleasantly surprised by watching yeah. this movie. I thought it was really cool. The, the concept was really awesome. Um, again, something I have never seen before, you know. It wasn't a typical, I guess, I guess you can call it, yeah, it is a horror movie, obviously. Yeah, horror thriller. Horror thriller. So I got the idea to watch this because Scott Waldy posted about it. I was like, that looks pretty cool. Mm -hmm. I thought it was platforms in like a parking garage when I saw the the <laughs> art oh, yeah. on the cover. Yeah, obviously, I was wrong. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it would be devastating to put yourself in one of those characters' shoes, like the main character's shoes. Like, what a just devastating scenario to be involved in. Imagine no, willingly imagine signing that? yourself up and being like, oh, no fuck, what I do? Well, yeah, obviously not knowing what, what what's going on in there, really. Oh, so not going on in there is like, then what do you bring is like a weird, like what would be the best thing? Like to a lot bring of people chose you? book. Book. Right. Ugh. But. Or some people chose weapons. Yeah. You don't know that you're going to have so to eat your a, fucking a cellmate. Freaking <laughs> grappling hook. Yeah. <laughs> would have been perfect. Right. John, what do you what do you think of the platform? Uh, I really like the platform. It was it was uh, what year did this come out? Like was it 2019? 2019, yeah. Yeah, I, I remember it being like every year I make like a list of like my favorite films, like whether it's 15, 20, 25, whatever it might be. But I remember this being on my list of best movies of the year, or, or if not, it wasn't on the best. It was an honorable mention at least, but. I really like this flick quite a bit. It was very, it's very like unique. It's, it's kind of, it's original. It's something you don't really see. There's nothing like it out yeah, there. Yeah, there's really nothing like it, and yeah. uh, it it doesn't last longer than it needs to. It really just does everything it needs to, and uh, the characters. There's all... no side story. Yeah. you don't learn about Garang when he's not yeah. in jail. It does everything it needs to do. It's, it's bare jail. bones. Yeah, like yep. I think it's yeah. like a it's like a solid three and a half out of five for me. I really, yeah. I really think the platform's really well made and it's really interesting. And, yeah. and it had awesome gore. It's the director's the first. Like, like real movie too yeah yeah i'd never heard of him before yeah yeah the, the gore's was, awesome in it definitely it is subtitled but um you can watch the english version of it yep too. yeah it's the, the platform, on, the platform rules the platform's fucking awesome yeah everyone should see it i give it i give it a four yeah i, I give it a three and a half um it's definitely watchable i feel more than once totally john Eric. Yeah, I, I give it a three and a half. I'm giving it a full four. All right. It was great. I've never seen anything like it before. No, definitely. It's definitely worth a watch. Uh, I think if uh, out of all of the movies in this particular podcast, I feel like this one is definitely a must watch. So Not man's best friend. <laughs> well, I mean, definitely watch that if you're drunk or passed out. Passed out. Yeah. If you want to try to go to sleep and you're having trouble sleeping. That's right. Put on man's best friend and <laughs> disease will spread like disease. All right. So we're basically consistent. We're all agreeing on man's best I know, friend. This, this and crazy. We're all agreeing on. Is, except yeah. Eric. Eric hated man's best friend. But you um, know what we all agree on? What? A word from our sponsor. And we're back. All right. Before the break, we discussed the platform and man's best friend. And now I think we are going to 
let John take it away with his pick, The Fallen, sure. or Fallen, my bad. Yep, Fallen. Uh, 1998 flick with Denzel Washington, fucking John Goodman, uh, Donald James, Sutherland, James, James Gandolfini. Uh, this this movie's got an Rest all, in uh, Elias, Elias Coteus. Who else? Yeah, this movie's got an all-star cast. Jack um, Black. <laughs> Max from Man's Best Friend. Oh, he shows shit. up, pisses yeah. acid on everyone. Um, Robert De Niro. <laughs> Who else can we name? Basically, everyone um, famous Rourke, is in this it? film. Mickey Rourke. Oh, Donald <laughs> Sutherland, of course, too. Donald oh, yeah, Sutherland. that's right. Yeah, Donald Sutherland. Cool. Yeah. Donald Sutherland. Um, yeah, this is one of those flicks that I've I've loved since it came out. I remember watching this when I was uh, when I was eighteen when it came out, and this is one of those movies that's always stuck with me. I think this is one of the most underrated films, and it's also one of my favorite kind of films where it's just a solid flick all the way through. It's uh, I think it's going to be one of the last on my religious flicks as far as uh, Thank my religious horror Christ. flicks. Thank God, <laughs> no uh-huh. pun intended. Uh, I I love Fallen. Fallen Fallen is basically about a Denzel Washington who is a cop who is seeing over the execution of a uh, serial killer that he's been tracking for a long time. And uh, once the, once the killer is caught, once the killer is executed, uh, a lot of the same things that the killer used to do to Denzel Washington in life, he's starting to do in death. So like he's starting to get these weird phone calls and there's all these strange things happens and he can't really figure it out. And it, the movie, what's cool about is another one of those movies that I really like is it's grounded in reality so, you know, no one takes anything out of place or thinks it's weird. Everyone just takes it, thinks it's nonsense. Um, and just as these things start to happen and things get more severe, like he starts to go down the rabbit hole of, you know, what if this is something more than what it is? And it uh, turns out to be a demon called Azazel. And what's cool is it plays it, it just plays it really like straightforward. And like, there's also this this ongoing narrative too about, a similar thing that happened to another cop like 20 years ago who was disgraced from the department and the demon like leaves him all these little like clues to follow while also sort of retracing those steps from the 20 or so years before. So like the demon's just fucking with him the whole movie and just he sings like songs to him. And what's cool about the demon is the way it moves like once it can just move itself into someone just by touching them. And there's this great scene. It's like one of my favorite scenes in any movie, really. It's just like the, the demon. The one in the beginning? No, the one in the fucking police department yeah. where it goes in. Like he walks into the police department and just starts touching people and going up to his name's Hobbs. He just goes up to Hobbs and just starts talking to him. And then he'll just touch someone else and continue the conversation he was having with someone else. And he just goes through the entire police department out into the streets and just has fucking crowds of people just like going around and like talking. And he's just watching it all happen. And he's just like, it's this horrible, awful monster and um what's cool about the monster too is it knows everything that the person it touches knows so it's just this awesome concept of a demon that just has all knowing all knowing it's been around for thousands of years and the ending is fucking awesome because it pulls a trick ending on you and the ending is great um i i fucking i love fallen i think fallen's like a super underrated flick i mean you have all these great actors in it and they're all doing a great job there's great bits of dialogue the 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 uh, mythology is really accurate and really well done and well researched. Um, Who directed this? I can't remember, but like it's it's in my notes. But then my notes are also recording part of this podcast. But the director only did like a couple movies. Like I think he like Gre- did Bicentennial. Hol- yeah, he did like Hol- Bicentennial Man and Gregory Hoblet. Yeah, he's really has he the director, both the writer and director haven't done much noteworthy. Like one of them wrote like Matilda, which is actually a pretty good movie. Um, what year was this? This was in nineteen ninety eight. Okay, but. Uh, yeah, I, I, I fucking love Fallen. Fallen for me is like, 
it's either a three and a half to a four. It's it's one of those movies that's like, to, it's so rock solid to the point that it's it, it escalates into my four star category. But I'm not quite sure. It might be a three and a half. To, it's a three and a half to four for me for sure. I'm not sure which, but I I fucking love this movie. I don't know what you guys think. Is this demon in the Bible? Azazel, yeah, yeah Azazel is, is one of uh, Azazel is one of the, the top tier demons. Yeah. So this demon in the movie is just messing with these people, He's just fucking with everyone. Because at the beginning, the guy's on death row, right? Mm-hmm. He's be- about to be euthanized, and then the demon just just it's all part of his plan. Yeah, it's all just part of his plan, just to screw with the human race. Yeah, like he's just, just fucking with this guy. Yeah, the whole yeah. thing is just evil. Yep. you know Denzel Washington. Who doesn't like Denzel Washington? Yeah. But, you know, it's a crazy whole, like, storyline, you know. I, I forget when I saw it. I, I saw it back in the day, maybe even in the 90s, too. But, yeah, it, it's not that bad. Like, when I saw it back in the day, I liked it more maybe than I did now. But, like, exactly what, uh, what, what you said at the end, I don't think, because you kind of forget through through watching the exchange from human to human to human. Yeah. Like, like the ending scene kind of catches you off guard a little yeah. bit, you know, which is pretty cool. But, yeah, it's not that bad in my book. What would you give it on a scale? One to five? A one to five? Uh, probably two. Two? I'm going two. <laughs> you like it? As, you think it's fucking almost as bad as Man's Best Friend, really? Damn, John, John got so offended. Well, <laughs> well, I'm just curious. I just, I'm asking, like... Well, when you were only going up to five in a rating system, that's a big leap from one to two. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm true, saying? Yeah. It really but is. Two, two being middle of the road. It's no, not even middle of the road think, for you. Eric, with, I'm just with, curious. With two being like you wouldn't watch it again type Stop of thing. Stop trying to talk him into what you want him to say. Let Eric say what he wants. No, no, no. no that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we yeah. question because our rating system is important. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm just going with two. I don't know. Two, yeah. That's it. It feels like two to me. Yeah. That's all. Fair enough. Whatever. Everybody's got an opinion. They're a dime a dozen. <laughs> little side note when i worked in the animal hospital we had an extremely aggressive husky that would come in for boarding his name was azazel nice um seriously the you most touch him, did you? aggressive <laughs> husky i've ever seen in my life he i you wouldn't even believe how mean this dog was we had to rabies pull him every time we had to do something with him so like he would come in and board we would literally have to walk him with a rabies pole. You guys don't know what a rabies pole is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he would just gnash and and garl like he just wanted to rip your throat out. Nice. And um, he bit multiple, many of us, um, and our money hungry boss refused to tell his owner that he couldn't board with us until he finally bit. One of us so bad that she had to go to the hospital. But Jesus. this dog was the evilest husky. If you can imagine an evil husky. Um, but well, maybe the demon was inside I'm, of this that's, dog. Seriously, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm, get, I'm getting aggressively husky myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, what did you think of the movie, CR? I also give it a two. I'm sorry. It was very slow. You fucking give... like. We, you gave, what was that last one, like that shock, that hunt, headhunter one or whatever that one we watched, that shock hunter, that one with the fucking, that monster, that last, well, your last pick, your last episode. Yeah. The one with the monster, that doppelganger head, monster. Uh, headcount. Head head you gave yeah. headcount a three and a half out of five, and you give fallen a two out of five? 
I think it's all. Do you want me to be? Do you want me to be mean on? I want to know why. I just want to know why. It was fucking boring. That's why. I'm sorry. I it could not hold me. I'm sorry. You keep doing these fucking religious films. I'm telling you, I don't like them. I just don't. I hate hearing about fucking bejesus and God. And I'm so sick of it. No, it's Jeebus. Jeebus. I'm sorry. I I gave it. The best shot. It's not a. It's not like I'm giving it a zero or a one. I'm giving it a two. It, that's almost okay. Every movie I'm sorry impacts I was bored. differently. It really I'm does. I'm sorry really I does. was bored. I was really fucking bored. I told you they're just not my. Like cup somebody of tea. out there is saying they didn't like Man's Best Friend. This is tossing and turning. Yeah. And they're gonna write yeah. us hate mail. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or you can leave us uh, Saying, a voice message are... on. And I could sit here and argue Har- with you all yeah. day about why up. you haven't given martyrs a five. Okay. I don't know. That's... We're all different here. That's we're all. Fair. We're all it's different all... ages and sexes. I gave martyrs a three out of five. Yeah. It should be a five out of five, but. <laughs> <laughs> it's all. How did the movie make you feel? Right. That's it. Like what's and the impact? And Fallen made me. Fall asleep. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, here we go. Wait a, let's write these jokes down as they come. Let's not. I'm also not a fan of Denzel Washington. You and I argued about this the other day. <laughs> I, I think he's great in everything. He's great in everything that he does. I, I, I think. All right. John, stop picking on me. What did you give it, Jeff? Oh, I, I give it a, a, a two as well. Thank you. <laughs> you guys are amazing. I thought you said an eight. I, you guys are amazing. <laughs> He gets so mad at us. Honestly, if it weren't for Denzel, I don't feel like the movie would be worth a shit at all. Wow. Seriously. The ending is ridiculous. It's caught in that 90s trope where it's just too... It's that crazy 290s for me (laughs) to go back and watch it. And I know you think the touching thing is cool. I think that is so silly. I don't know. I don't know. That was so silly to me. I don't know. It was like tag you're it. Right, head I'm count. Sorry. <laughs> versus fallen. There it is. <laughs> demonic toys versus fallen. I'd watch demonic toys any day of the week. Then I'd watch. Then I would. Absolutely just, not. I would. Over then, fallen. Yeah. Come on, demonic toys was like a zero. Oh, try, try me. <laughs> I like that. I'd watch it All for 24 that hours straight. <laughs> How did the movie impact you? That's it. Like, did all you right, look? I'm gonna change <laughs> my. I'm gonna change my rating because John's giving me these evil eyes. Oh no! Like, you can think whatever you want. I two just, and I, a half. Two and a half because <laughs> it had a cat in it. <laughs> I like cats. Okay, it's Casey Jones in it too. So, and he's sexy as hell. Yeah. So, oh, the coach of the Celtics in the '80s. <laughs> Are you no, fucking kidding me? Nobody's Eric? getting that reference except for me. <laughs> I'm just gonna stop picking fucking actual like movies and no. just pick like fucking nonsense. Would you here. stop? You're allowed to show the <laughs> world mad. the movies you like. It's okay if I don't like it. No, it's not. Why are you mad. getting upset about me? No, I'm not. I don't care. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, you're the uh, you're so you, the. So you gave Fallen what? what Fallen it? for me is like a three and a half out of or a four even. Okay, like, I gave it a two and a half. You're fucking, one star more than me. Yeah. But like two, what? like here's the thing. Here's the important thing on a scale of five. Two and a half right. means it's average. That, that's how I feel. That's about how it. I Two and a half means man. it's average. Like yeah. when you say oh. something less than that, it means it's fucking bad. I, I feel like uh-huh. Fallen is... Less than two and a half is bad. All right. Fallen, it was average. You think so? Fallen, yes, because two and a half means it's mediocre at best. Yeah. Because like two and a half out of five, it's medium. It's, it's average. 
Anything less than a two and a half means it's fucking you're on you're bad. You're bad into a scale of terrible. Right. Basically what we've <laughs> so, learned is just don't tell John how you feel about movies. No, no, no. I just wanna I'm just trying Unless to you agree with him. No, I'm really no. just trying to like lock down the importance of the one to five scale. That's all. Right. No, that's, that's fine. All. I can I can think that Man's best friend is better than Fallen just because yeah. I enjoyed it so much more. That and that right? is your that is I absolutely fucking sat on the couch and That'd fucking enjoyed Man's best friend. I was having a fucking ball watching that. And with Fallen, I was just like... Falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I gave it a shot. And I told you, those are just not my cup of tea. I'm really sick of the whole talking about the Bible. It's like, I'd rather shoot myself in the foot. Fair enough. <laughs> I see just it, like you hate Home Invasion. I do hate Home The rating movies. system for me and Jeff is hates, just um, an emotional Voodoo movies. Voodoo movies. Anything... <laughs> With voodoo in it, I just it, I just uh, it's like it's like we all it's talk voodoo once to John yeah. leaves and yeah, we're like yeah. all right, let's just give it a low rating to piss no. him off. <laughs> voodoo, voodoo movies are like Bane in the in Batman movie. It's just, I, I just do not want it at all. All right, fair enough. So I guess we're on to Mandy. 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 Yes, we saved the best for last. Definitely. Did we? <laughs> Right. So Mandy is a 2018 uh, Tar action movie directed by uh, Panos Cosmateos. Is that how you say it? The dude from Beyond the Black Rainbow. That's right. It's only his second flick. I got to watch that. You keep mentioning it. I'll bring it over. I have it. You should watch it. Uh, Produced by Mr. Elijah Wood. Uh, stars, oh, really? which is really yeah. weird. No, no, really. no. He has a production company. Yeah, he makes a lot of weird stuff. Yeah, he has a good production company. He does, yeah. Um... Uh, stars Nicolas Cage. Of course. This is my third Nicolas Cage movie. Is it? Yeah. I thought we've done it. It's Willy's Wonderland. Way more than that. Uh, no Vampire's Kiss. Kiss and then this. He hasn't made many va- uh, horror movies. The trifecta. All right. Uh, so the plot kind of centers centers around Mr. Nicolas Cage and his girlfriend. Mandy. Mandy. Um, they kind of live a reclusive life in the backwoods. Uh, Pacific Northwest. Right? Yeah, probably. Beautiful. Right? I think it's like Oregon. In the, in the very early 80s, um, you know, Mandy's a cashier at a gas station. Uh, and then one day she kind of walks past this weird cult van. On her way to work. On her way to work. And the, the cult leader is becomes kind of obsessed with Mandy. And she's like beautiful. Yeah. And um, orders a this crazy biker gang called the Black Skulls. To kind of go and kidnap Mandy and rough up her boyfriend, Nicholas Cage, whose name is Red in the movie. And then uh, during that time, uh, the cult leader tries to seduce Mandy with LSD and yeah, something else. Oh, other stuff like that. Yeah. Can we just talk about the giant black wasp and how much? Oh my God, I want oh. to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> Why? That was horrifying. <laughs> right in your neck. Mm-hmm. Right in your neck. That's nasty. I didn't see that coming. Did anyone? No. No. So, uh, spoiler alert, uh, Mandy ends up burning to death and into a pile of ashes. Because, really fucking terribly, too. Uh, yeah. The cult leader falls in love with her and wants her to love him back. She and obviously she laughs in his face. Yep. It's one of the most graphic fucking burning scenes I've seen, too. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. She's probably... Well, because... Yeah. No, go ahead. Yeah. No, well, because uh, he's thinking... Yeah, he's all know, fired up right he's now. He's all too powerful. Yeah. He can hypnotize anyone he wants, and then she's he just can't hypnotize. He, like, laughs at, at his dick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he takes his because dick. Because... And his music... 
I think because yeah. when she was a kid and her uh, dad uh, took that pillowcase full of uh, baby starlings and then uh, killed them with them a crowbar, right? yeah, and she saw that and left. So she's like more seen the most messed up mentally. Shit. Yeah, she's more mentally strong than you would the average, uh, right? You know, random stray woman in the living in the woods. You know what I'm so she starts laughing. You know, just she's also he, on really LSD too. She's also fucked up beyond belief. Right. Yeah, they're on like super drugs. Like they have like super right. LSD. Yeah. So the biting of the wasp like escalated it. The black, and obviously black wasp. the uh, yeah. he's not used to being told no because he's a big baby. Yes, he's kind of like a Charles Manson she, character. Yeah, and she laughs so. in his face, and uh, <laughs> then they dick. burn her alive in front of Nicolas Cage and just leave him <laughs> tied yeah. up in like a pillowcase. Yeah, case. he gives him the fucking Jesus in the ribs. Tied up, yeah, yep. yeah. not a pillowcase, like a sleeping bag or something. Like that. Yeah, a burlap tied up sack in, in uh, barbed right. wire type stuff. Yeah. Ugh. So she burns to the point where her like her bones are ash, and uh, the cult leaves and laughs in Nicolas Cage's face, and they leave. And uh, he comes to and, and sees obviously. Well, he, Mandy he, is yeah. just ash. <laughs> yeah. So obviously, uh, I, I guess it's kind of like a, a underlying that Nicholas Cage was a, a vet too. Um, I'm assuming he was in in Nam. You know, especially it being in the early '80s. Um, basically, the second half of the movie is just a revenge film. Yeah, Nicholas Cage awesome. just yeah. loses his shit. He goes to to um, Mac from Predator. Predator. Bill Duke, baby. Bill Duke. And the bad guy in Commando. To get his guys. trusty crossbow, which I don't know. Yep. Why, why did Mac have it? Because it's too dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> why? But why? <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple things that could have been better explained in yeah, this movie. So, so Mac tells Nicolas Cage about the, the crazy biker gang and how you know they were on this LSD that really fucked him up. And, uh, you know, that Nicolas Cage, you're probably not coming back from this. If you try to go hunt these people down. So Nicolas Cage does what anybody else would do and forges a gigant- gigantic fucking axe. Absolutely. Uh, which and, uh, I-, I read that it's uh, modeled after the Celtic Frost logo, which is awesome. <laughs> which is nice. what? It's a, it's a, it's a 80, band, 80s yeah. metal trash yeah. band. So. Yes. Called Celtic Circle Frost. of the Tyrants song, I That's believe. Right. Covered by Opeth. Nice. Yep. So obviously he is... Very upset that he watched his girlfriend burn to death yeah. in front of him. So, so hell he bent goes on revenge. On a revenge trip, killing all the bikers and then killing the cult leader in the end. Um, you missed a very integral yeah, oh, go ahead. part. Go ahead. Cheddar Goblin. Oh, the Cheddar. I haven't got to that yet. <laughs> I didn't see that coming. <laughs> and Nicholas Cage is yelling in his underwear in the bathroom. Correct. Yeah, please tell us about the Cheddar Goblin. Oh, the Cheddar Goblin is, wants to bring you macaroni and cheese, of course. Via vomit. <laughs> Via vomit on your head. So um, they do sell this. So I think we should buy a box and eat it. And eat it next time. Yes, definitely. <laughs> that sounds good. Um, one thing I took away from the movie, obviously, it's shot fucking beautifully. Um, I f- Every shot is meant to be like a piece of artwork, yeah. in yeah. my opinion. It looks amazing. His, his art direction Everything is just red. Is Correct, but it's just shot in a way that how John feels about the ritual is how I feel about this movie. If I were to make a movie, I think <laughs> I would make it very visually like this I movie. I guess I'm just not yeah. an artist. To <laughs> me, the colors were like giving me a fucking headache. I love the colors. <laughs> the and it has those. Like when it comes in with the writing about whatever scene yeah. it is, it's like yeah. al- album covers. Yeah. yeah. Like, that was like, weird too. And it's I mean, awesome. Like there's the animated sequences yeah. as well, like the heavy metal ash. Yeah. Like, That's right. I forgot sequence. about that. Yeah, that like the rotoscope yeah. stuff. That was a cool yeah. woven yeah. in, you know, 
like a little sequence in there. So. Yeah, from a filmmaking cool. standpoint, this is like this is how you make a fucking bare bones movie that looks like a like it has way more budget. Like the it was six million dollar budget. Yeah, the art direction is amazing. Like the lighting is awesome. It's yeah. all the, like he's like a good use of all those movies. Like beyond the, I know that you guys haven't seen Beyond the Black Rainbow yet, and like I, Manny's a far superior film to, to that one. But Beyond the Black Rainbow has all he's the equally amazing art direction and. Mm. It takes place in like a '70s like research facility, so it's got like those really like it's really less like minimal and like like man's best friend. It's <laughs> it's very weird and like minimal, but there's some really cool uh, design stuff going on there too. He's a very visual director for sure. Sure. Oh, definitely. Um. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, like you said, every scene is, it's meant. Yeah. It, it's not just coincidence the way it's that the visual shot gravy. Is what yeah. It is. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So. Uh, this is a movie that you need. I, I feel it's meant for you to be on some sort of drugs. To of course. This movie. Yep. Definitely. Yeah. It would just en- enchant the, uh, the experience. The colors. Yeah. Um, take you down that rabbit hole completely. Um, I, I give this movie a three and a half. I think by watching it more, I, I would probably love it even more than I did. Um, CR, what did you think of the movie? I'm giving it a four. Four? I loved it. I think it was fantastic. Nicolas Cage is just a fucking badass. Yeah. Like he is in every movie. He's just a badass. And uh, it's fun watching him on screen. Obviously, because he's eye candy, but also because he's just badass. And he fucking kills like how many people with an axe? And a chain. There's a chainsaw a scene. Yep. This, this movie, Crossbow. Yep. This movie has everything, and he's just fucking awesome. And I don't think it would be as awesome if he weren't starring. Yeah, I agree completely. Yeah, definitely. eventually he dies from a heart attack from Shattered <laughs> Goblin. <laughs> that was Goblin good too. There were funny parts thrown That's into right. the movie. Yeah. Um, it was a great amount of gore. And your boyfriend Richard Brake is in it. Richard well. Brake was in it too. Some more eye candy. <laughs> um, I thought this was phenomenal. Even though there were, the fucking lights gave me a migraine, and there were some parts that could have been left out. The black skulls are super fucking cool. And I think they looked cool, and the idea of them was cool. I thought it was supposed to be like the four horsemen at first, because it comes out with that crazy horn thing. Yes. And I was like, what is he, summoning like some demons and So shit? they were cool, but they were so game. unnecessary. Yeah. 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 Uh, crazy LSD. Because it game. makes them seem like they're Hellraiser. demonic. It was almost like Hellraiser right. summoning. But they're opening really like not. Yeah. They're just regular people who live in an apartment and eat Chinese food. That's cool. But... They're deformed <laughs> and they have berries, nails through them. Whips. It just doesn't make sense to me. And why did this super satanic cult of like eight people need a biker gang to tie up two people? It just didn't make sense to me. I still love the movie. I just thought that was silly. I, I, I think because, because he, the, the, the cult leader, uh, was it Sands? Uh, he's modeled after Charles Manson, and Charles Manson obviously had a, a very powerful influence on but his he followers. He still had like seven people in LSD. his cult that could have right. broken in and tied up two people. Right. I don't. I, I didn't get it. But yeah. like part of this movie too is that like everybody's like super enhanced from the LSD. Like there is like there is a the, like this movie isn't realistic at all. Like they are like there is like a a spiritual or demonic presence throughout this movie. I mean, as well. if you take out the black yeah, it's realistic. Yeah. 
but like you can't take it as literally as you are. Like the black skulls are definitely a supernatural force in some way. They're like supernatural through like enhanced. They live in like a an apartment. Sure, but like they're bound to like the rules of like, <laughs> an order <to> takeout. <laughs> sure, but the, like it, the idea is like they're just like they're scummy. Like it's and they're all, easy like, to kill too. Nicholas Cage takes him out in like five seconds each. Yeah, but Nicholas Cage is possibly like a Vietnam vet too, so obviously he's seen shit. And the idea too is that he's like chosen. Like he's like he's supposed to be like a like a chosen warrior for like it. Like there's like this whole underlying theme that's like super heavy metal that is uh, going throughout this whole movie. Yeah, and the soundtrack is cool. Oh, the soundtrack was amazing. Very cool. Yes, I'm going. I I cannot say the sound the. The composer's name, but uh, unfortunately, I guess he, he passed away. Um, the movie was dedicated to yeah, him. Yeah, so. You did it. Johan Johansson, I guess. Is yeah. It's a good last name. Yeah. The music it's is not Eddie Dry No ice. relation to Eddie <laughs> Dry Ice. Oh, Eddie Dyer Eyes. Wait, what did you Eddie, say? What did you dry, say? Eddie, no, Eddie Dyer Eyes. No, I said no relation to Scarlet. You know, oh, Scarlet. Very yeah. funny. Yeah. We'll not, no, no Eddie Dyer Eyes. John, what did you, what'd you think, Mandy? <laughs> Uh, I, I liked Mandy. This is my second time seeing it. I actually saw this in the theaters when it came out. Um, this is one of those movies I waited like fucking two years for. Um, so this is one of those movies that was on my radar for a while. And I remember being so like amped up for it. And I you went blew and saw your it. load too soon. Well, like, I went and saw it with my buddy Adam. I was just like, I was so fucking fired up for this movie. I was like waiting. I thought this would be the best thing I remember like, ever. we took you out for your was- birthday that year and you wouldn't shut it up about it. We were at Paul Carey's. Did you yeah. see it? So right. Stone Cold right. Sober? I did. Yeah. Was it, do you feel what, like that what was, was a mistake? Why didn't you like it the first time you saw it? I think the first time I saw it, it just wasn't like it wasn't the thing with like, the thing with the Panatosis movies is like he he has like a pacing thing. Like his movies are very slowly paced, and you could easily cut like a half an hour out of all right, of them. Sure. Um, but like there's there's that like visual style that you're most meant like to get immersed in and i think that my problem is is like there's always like a level of immersion that i get but it never goes as deep as i want it to with his movies and i felt that way about mandy the first time i saw it i liked it way more this time because you know i'd I'd already seen it yeah and i was just kind of i knew what to expect but now i could like at least let it give it another chance to work on me it did like i liked it way better this time Um, so i initially when i first saw it gave it like a three but uh, now I give it a three and a half. Like sure. it's it's fucking it's super cool, and I think I like it more the more I watch That's it. That's how I feel. About yeah, it sometimes too. you just have to watch things more than once yeah. to appreciate them. There's just a lot going on in this movie that like, yeah. I I love. That are some of my favorite things. Like the score right away yeah, is the fucking. Amazing. The score is amazing. The lighting, the camera work. It's it's so well made. His movies are always super well made. Yeah. I just I just wish he would like. I wish he could like focus on his pacing a little bit more. And uh, I know it's deliberate because he's making movies for himself, and he's said that before. But it's too I, long. Yeah, they, they, it's it's about a two hour movie when it's it's it could easily be like an hour and a half, an hour and forty. Sure. Yeah, I think the opposite. I thought everything was necessary besides the black skulls. <laughs> I thought all the slow, trippy parts that makes the movie. Everything, every single right. scene was just I don't know a whole trip. It was a. They were all. I think for me, like slower the part where he goes to see the guy that makes the LSD. I think that's even on the second viewing, it starts to lose some steam. Richard Drake. That scene is very slow and takes away a little. Like it's, I get why it's there. But that He's scene, making the well, and then yeah. he tells him where to find the cult. Yeah, no, like I said, like from a story, from a narrative perspective, like it makes sense, but it does slow the pace down because the movie's on a pretty steady pace at that point, right? And then it slows it back down, and then has to ramp back up, but Ooh. it never ramps back up to the 
effect that it was leading to from that point. So right. like he just he has like some weird pacing issues with his flicks that I, I think could use a little work, but it's it's a fucking awesome movie. I'm sure. not gonna So this guy you... makes movies just for himself, which I highly appreciate. Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah, he absolutely does. Because it's, it's very like selfish and I think being creative is a very selfish thing. It yeah. really is like writing songs and everything else. Very similar to the director who does like Bone Tomahawk and Berlin Cell Block right. ninety nine. He makes movies Strictly for himself, and his movies are like two and a half hours long. Like, I what is that. the cell block? What cell block? Uh, Brawl on cell 99. block ninety nine. Bone Tomahawk. Um, is that Sleepy good? Eyes. Yeah, it's amazing. What is, is it? A horror movie? No, no. I own it. If you Vince want to watch it, it's fun. Yeah, yeah. I love good Vince old Vaughn. bad guys. <laughs> He's so awesome, though. Eric, what'd you think of Mandy? Uh, I'm just going. I'm going two and a half because I saw it, uh, you know, in one way. Maybe one, one day I'll see it a different way. So it's like sure. different levels of appreciation. It just seems yeah. like it was catered towards a certain uh, mindset. Right. Through it's the eyeballs experience. catered towards experience. people who do a lot of drugs. <laughs> <Right>. Probably. <laughs> probably, which I know nothing about. <laughs> nope. Uh, but uh, yeah, so for that reason, just uh, I'm creating the bridge. For that reason, you're out, Mr. Shark Tank? Yes. Yes, I am. So two and a half, John. You said three and a half. Yeah, three and a half for me. Four. Definitely watch it. Nicholas Cage just always, no matter what, he gets a half. A He's half great. He's probably me. still underrated somehow in Hollywood. You know what I mean, they probably overlook He's been him in so like, much. Yeah, I, I think it's really cool that he does these low budget movies. Um, this wasn't low. Yes, budget. I agree. It is. It's yeah, only six million dollars. It's still it's a only low budget. Only six million. Yeah, it's it's a it's not. Anything big yeah, in Hollywood? Not a lot happened here. He's way more woods. down to earth for that reason, like more yeah. approachable as an actor, I believe, because he's just like, "Hey, this is crazy. Right. Let's try this." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. But he's also and, a guy who likes to work because he has a habit for buying really weird, expensive. Yeah, shit like in real life. Action Comics number one. Really? Yeah. Oh wow. He's for a dude, Superman. He's a dude who likes to yeah. shop. Yeah. So that's why you'll see him in fucking like he has like my my theory is he has this one good Nicolas Cage movie for every five Nicolas Cage movies. <laughs> So, like, you'll get a good performance out of him, but then he'll just make a fucking string of shitty movies, which he's notorious for. So, Like what? He Like, you look up Nicolas Cage right now. I'm curious. What, he's, what like do a new you one. think is bad? There's that... a new one that just came out. It's like about a fight. It's called, like, White Tiger or something like that. It's oh, I saw that. Giant piece of fucking garbage. You saw it? No. Um, no, I didn't. Yeah, no. it's fucking terrible. He makes so um, many <laughs> shitty what movies, about, like it, Face wait, Off and... Right, like, then just say... <laughs> Mom and Dad is that? Mom and Dad's, Dad's fucking awesome. Oh wait, I even yeah, yeah, Mom, Mom and Dad's Dad great. Dad. I, I I saw like the first hour. It was actually pretty. Yeah, good. Yeah, Mom and Dad's so yeah. super fun. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Have you guys yeah, seen it? It's, it's another horror fun. movie. Oh. We should watch. Yeah, Let's watch it good. with Nicholas Cage. Yeah. Let's watch it later. It's newer. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah, a fun one. It yeah. wasn't that bad from what I saw so far, but yeah, yeah, it was pretty ridiculous, which is what you want with Nick Cage. Yeah. Uh, yeah, most of his movies are, especially Vampire's Kiss. But I but I respect that I respect that I'm gonna make a fucking paycheck, Nick Cage, and yep. then I'm gonna actually get make something that's good. Just Nick Cage. blow some bullshit out of his ass when people <laughs> eat it up. That's right. I, I want to raise some money so we can have Nicolas Cage in our movies. So <laughs> let's do it. I would love to meet him, but he doesn't do any cons or anything like that. Does no. he do those birthday things? Did he pay him? No, he's <laughs> way too rich. What about a thousand dollars? He's way too famous. Uh, GoFundMe page to raise money <laughs> to make a uh, Nicolas Cage call yeah. me. Call Ciara Donati for her birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Come 30. to prom with me. <laughs> we'll call it $1,000 for 30 seconds. <laughs> Nick Cage does a happy birthday. That'd be amazing. It would be. And he says my name wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's a, well, Ciara. 
Well, that was, uh, yeah, he'd probably say it like that. Sahara. Well, that was this week's episode. <laughs> and we hope that you enjoy us dicking around on the podcast here. And when we're not dicking around, we're actually making some fucking pretty sweet deals. And we have a new sponsor for the show. And uh, we'll get into that right now. All right. So that is our new sponsor. We want to thank them for coming on board. It's going to thank you. help us make the show even better. Yeah, thank so. you so much, Mad thank Russian Apothecary. We love you, Alex and Amber. We appreciate it. Thank you very much. Be sure to check them out on the Etsy page. It's uh, etsy.com slash shop slash Mad Russian Apothecary. So uh, what, are we, what, are, what else are we promoting this week, John? Uh, John Karen Art. Uh, yeah, plug my website. Uh, follow me on my YouTube channel as well. All that stuff's on my website, though. So go to my website and then go to all my other things. Follow me on that. Doing a lot of tech reviews and <coughs> stuff. Friend. Very fun. <laughs> I'm enjoying John, what's it. your YouTube page? Though? I don't I don't know. I don't, have, I don't think I have a custom URL. Oh, my God, yet. John. Seriously, John? Yeah. I don't think yeah, I think you need like more followers before you can do that. And I'm, I'm just getting started. But, uh, yeah, check that out. It's a lot of fun. And also, my name is Jonah. Feature length film coming out on June fifteenth on Amazon, Vudu, all the good stuff. So. June fifteenth. June fifteenth. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so yeah. Somebody's birthday, by the way. Sierra, are you promoting anything this week? Follow the cats on Instagram. I have nothing better to do than making yes. Instagram for my fucking cats. Ham's butthole. Hamilton and dot and Daphne on Instagram. If you want to see cat balls and buttholes. And, Ooh, uh, Eric, you have anything pr- to promote? Todd Barrington on YouTube, maybe. We make dumbass videos. <laughs> Clam comfort. Oh, Probably making Todd another Barrington. one this weekend. Yeah, possible new. You guys one like on the horizon. nonsense. Maybe not. Possibly. Maybe. Maybe, maybe. not. Who knows? Don't hold your breath. Daffy Do will die. Daffy Do goes to college. That's right. Pizza pants. <laughs> pizza yeah. pants. Oh yeah, pizza pants. <laughs> we got lots of good stuff coming. Lots of great content. And then you can follow me. At uh, Jeff O'Brien Tattoos on Instagram. Because Jeff does tattoos or whatever. Tattoos and stuff. Or whatever. Sorry. All right. And body piercings. I don't do body piercing. Macaroni art. Macaroni (laughs) cheddar goblin. Sick macaroni art. Specifically doing cheddar goblin tattoos from now on. That's it. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Sign me up. Face tattoo. That's right. First and last. Oh man, that's my first face tattoo. I'm getting cheddar goblin on your head. Ooh. All right, thank you everybody for listening, and we really appreciate it, especially to our new sponsor. So, without further ado, this is Horror Hams episode seven, and thank you for listening. Thank you. Later. Good night.